Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 89, Improbable Probabilities. You may recall that way back in Episode 7, I talked about the fact that homeopathy, a strange European form of medicine that seems to be making a comeback in the U.S., violates basic laws of chemistry and mathematics. Yet I continue to hear otherwise educated people make statements like, I read about a study that showed statistically significant benefits from homeopathy, so there must be something to it. But what does statistical significance mean? Can a form of medical treatment that is completely ridiculous still manage to get statistically significant results publishable in peer-reviewed studies? Here we're ignoring other well-known factors, such as the issues of researchers unconsciously influencing their data collecting in the direction they want. You can check out the link to homeowatch.org in the show notes for many detailed scientific critiques of homeopathy. But for this podcast, I'm just looking at the mathematical issue of statistical significance. Let's start by taking a step back and looking at what the phrase statistically significant means. Basically, it means you've calculated the probability that the results of your study would occur purely by chance and that they're small. For example, Let's say you believe you've discovered that listening to math mutation grants you amazing mental powers, and you now believe you have the telekinetic ability to make all coins you flip land on heads. You flip four coins to test this, and indeed, they're all heads. Does that prove your point? You might say yes, since you only have a one-half times one-half times one-half times one-half, or one in 16 chance of getting four heads in a row purely by luck. Perhaps you'll publish a paper on this amazing experiment and use it on your website to sell magical math mutation CDs. But what if you've been absent-mindedly flipping sets of four coins in your living room all day? You're pretty sure that your brain improvement method works, but you think your cat staring at you can throw off your mental powers. So sometimes it doesn't work, for reasons totally beyond your control. In fact, on 16 separate occasions you've tried this four-coin experiment. The 15 times it didn't work, you blamed your cat. But the one time it did work, it supposedly proved your powers. That one time you wrote down the results and published a paper on it. Now, is your proof really valid? Surely it isn't, because with all those attempts, you are bound to get lucky at some point. But you probably won't go around telling everyone about all the failed attempts, because that was your cat's fault, so they really shouldn't count. Medical experiments can work basically the same way. A bunch of trials are run trying to cure people with some new treatment or a placebo. Using standard statistical formulas, described in more detail at links in the show notes, the probability of the results occurring by chance can be calculated, and typically a researcher checks that the results only had a 5% or 1% chance of occurring randomly. I think now you can see the problem. Suppose you have a crazy but emotionally satisfying therapy like homeopathy, and advocates all over the world are testing it, just like you with the many coin-flipping trials in your living room. If a 5% chance of random results makes it significant, then you expect on average 1 in 20 studies to show random good results purely by luck. If all studies are actually published, that might not be an issue. But in general, studies are much more likely to be published if they show positive rather than negative results. Often the negative studies might be blamed on external factors or sloppy methodology, especially if organized by advocates of the treatment being tested. So you might never find out about the 19 negative studies that were done for every study with statistically significant results. How do we guard against this issue in general when doing some kind of statistical test? There are a few important things to look for. One is that the effect size should be large, reducing the chance that you're observing random results. Another is that there should be large sample sizes, again significantly reducing the chance of obtaining your results by pure luck. But the experiments, most importantly, should be repeatable. 
Other institutions should be able to repeat the same experiments with similar results. And also, you should look for studies done by neutral, reputable institutions that would be likely to report negative as well as positive results. You must also be sure to keep in mind that statistical significance alone is rarely enough to confirm a phenomenon, especially if it contradicts known scientific laws. Think about it. To become a known scientific law, something must usually have been confirmed in hundreds or thousands of statistically significant experiments all over the world. This is certainly true of chemistry's molecular theory of matter, which directly contradicts the basic principles of homeopathy. So in the case of theories which violate known scientific laws, you need to compare a small set of supposedly significant experiments of a new phenomenon against the full weight of existing knowledge. Skeptics also like to summarize this as the principle that extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. One final thought on this. How sure can we be that the conventional medicine uh, studies we read aren't also contaminated by the same methodology issue? With increasing relationships between researchers and pharmaceutical companies these days, it's hard to always be sure. When I see TV commercials talking about how I should ask my doctor about using some hemorrhoid pill to treat the newly discovered wiggly nose syndrome, I do have to wonder whether they just ran lots and lots of studies on vaguely defined diseases and latched on to the occasional statistically significant results they got by luck. And this has been your Math Mutation for today.